Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part two in our series, More Than a Resolution, What Keeps Me From Having Success? And there's a quote from Tony Robbins that says, resolutions require only words. Results take action. And taking action is something that we have believed in mm-hmm. with the One Extraordinary Marriage Show from the beginning. It's about being intentional and it's about taking action. Yes. 10 years mm-hmm. of talking to couples about taking action. So That's exciting. Right. So exciting. As we get into that today, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage Show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else who has taken action, right? Who's seen change in their marriage or breakthrough. And this hug comes from an email message that we received that started with by saying, since finding your podcast in May, we've looked at our marriage with new eyes. Mm. We've done a few intimacy challenges since. And although we didn't complete our full 30-day challenge back in September, we learned a lot and grew so much closer through those experiences. For this next year, listen to this, y'all. For this next year, I've created a list of 20 healthy things to do in 2020. Wow. And my goal is to complete 20 of each item. After discussing with my husband, we're committing to doing 20 one-week intimacy challenges throughout the year. Which is also a sex challenge. Correct. Okay. We've pulled out the old family calendar and mapped out, now keep in mind, she said 20 and 20, 16 five-day challenges and four seven-day challenges. Wow. Exactly. She said, for the first time in several years, we're ending the year together on a positive note and hopeful for what lies ahead of us. Thank you for the many resources you've created for couples all over the spectrum. Thank you for all that you do. That is, I'm Tony's just, speechless. I'm doing some numbers here because I just want to see how many Well, 16 days. times five is 80, so 108. It's, it's going to be 108 days this year that they're planning to have sex. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Love it. And I love the plan they put in action. I mean, my goodness, this is sweet. Well, it's, it's all about intentionality, mm-hmm. right? And I love that it's already on the calendar because what gets put on the calendar often is what gets done. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as we we're in this series and we're talking about resolutions, you know, some of you, you know, we're a week or two in your, some of the resolutions have already been revised or maybe even dropped. And, and last week in part one, we, we started with this, uh, this definition mm-hmm. of what a resolution is. And I feel that it bears repeating because maybe you're just hearing the show for the first time, or maybe you just need that refresher. Yeah, let's go. And, and a resolution is a firm decision to do or not do something, right? Firm mm-hmm. decision. And, and lots of people make them, right? As Tony Robbins said in his quote, resolutions only require words. Results require action. Mm-hmm. And that's where the challenge is for most of us. Most people are really, really good with their words, 
right? I want to do this, or I'm going to do this, or I want to, I want to make this happen. And then there's this disconnect where you get to the whole action part. Like, what's it going to take to make what I want a reality? What's it going to take for that resolution to be more than just words, but to actually get into the results part? Mm -hmm. It's, it, you know, I mean, I think of some of the resolutions that you all shared with us and, you know, it was things like spend less time on electronics, be better connected to my wife or my husband, get healthy, get debt free, get more time for me. And then, you know, which, you know, those are all incredible resolutions. They're all incredible, but then life is going to happen. And, and what you think you're going to accomplish or what you want to accomplish this year falls into the space of, well, you know what, that was a good idea. Um, you know, maybe we'll just shoot for that next year. Right. I mean, I've heard it. I've said it in years past mm-hmm. and there are lots of things that I know have, have kept me, have kept Tony, have kept all of you from having success. I mean, I think back to, you know, there've been so many times over the years where I'm like, okay, you know what? This is the year I'm going to get healthy. Right. This is the year. Actually, I don't say I'm going to get healthy. I usually say something like this is the year I'm, I'm going to like exercise more. Mm-hmm. just like this nebulous like exercise. And then like I might go for a walk on January 1 and then you know maybe again on January 2 and then I'm like yeah, I'm good. Like something will happen and and, and I just like I, I block it. And I I set myself up for failure cuz it's just this big vague like hovering exercise more. And then on the other side of that though, I think where you've had success, especially when it comes around fitness and exercise, Elisa's not in all of our years of marriage, Elisa has, she is more now, but prior, never the like big fitness guru. That was always me. Like I was the one going cycling. I was the one hiking and backpacking ultra marathons. That was always me. I will say though, where you have had great success was a couple of years ago when you said, you know what, I'm going to do the thousand mile challenge. Mm-hmm. And I know a girlfriend of yours had posted and it's usually, I think a running one, but you, you know, you modified it to make it a walking one. You're like, you know what? I'm going to make this year the year that I do a thousand miles. And and we did, I mean, I felt like it wasn't even mine, but it was such an amazing experience to do. I mean, I remember being out there a couple of the rainy ones mm-hmm. early on, but you stuck with it because it was a rainy season we had that year and you just stuck stuck with it. We did, uh, that was when we did our San Diego coastal hike. I mean, we really began, I mean, I really believe you doing that is what prompted and has allowed us to continue our walk and talks. I really do think that th- thousand mile challenge, but it was very specific and, and you really knew what you were going after. Right. Because so much of my failure over the years, and you know, Tony, if, for those of you that don't know, Tony and I have been together for 23 years. So much of the failure has been in this place of, well, like this is something I want to do, right? Like Tony said, you know, around fitness. Okay. Well, you know, t- I, I always just gave Tony the, the title, like Tony's just more fit. He works out more than I do. And so, so I would let myself off the hook. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know what? That's Tony's thing. Right. Or I'd be like, yeah, I want to exercise more, but there wasn't a why behind it. There wasn't that motivation. So there have been these places where just personally, uh, you know, I've experienced failure. There, there were these places too, where, you know, early in our marriage, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I know I'm supposed to have sex with Tony. You know, like, like that's the wifely thing to do, but it, there wasn't any buy-in to what that actually looked like for the marriage. It was mm-hmm. just like, I operated out of this place of obligation and like, well, this is what a wife is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, and so we, we set ourselves up for failure when, when we don't 
when we don't look at those success blockers, when we don't look at the things that we say to ourselves, when we don't look at the motivation and we know that all of you have success blockers too. It's not just what Tony and I have experienced. It's not just where we've been tripped up. It's what you share with us. And I think this is so important because as I started to look at what's tripping up the one family, Mm -hmm. I realized that that's where this series really needed to to get some meat because Mm -hmm. you can have all the resolutions you want. But if we don't look at what keeps you from having success, if we don't do this as a team, as the family, then how can we actually create a game plan to have that success? So often we just get to, well, here's my resolution and here's what I think my game plan is going to be, but we don't actually overcome the objections, Mm -hmm. you know, to use that sales term, overcome the objection. We don't overcome the blocks. And so many of you shared with us that, that your success blockers are things like, well, I don't have any accountability. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. a big one. If you don't have somebody that knows what you're doing. I mean, when I decided to do the thousand mile challenge, I like screamed that from all of my social media platforms. You were, I I put it everywhere. I talked to people about it. I, you know, but, but years past, I'm like, I'm going to exercise more. And that was just me. There was no accountability. I didn't even tell Tony because, you know, Tony was the fitness guy. Right. And so if I told him I was going to exercise more, he might actually hold me to it and irritate me. That's why Tony and I don't work out together. Some of you, (laughs) he's just really chipper, you guys, when we work out. And God bless him. I mean, that's who he is. But when I'm working out, I just want to be in the zone. I don't want to talk. I don't want to be encouraging. I just want to sweat. That's why our walk and talks work for us. Yeah, because I'm moving and it's all good. And there are Mm -hmm. times when he just lets me be quiet and he's not, you know. Yeah. But for some of you, the block comes in the fact that you don't write them down. Or I would even say you write them down and then you forget about them. I think that's a big one for me at times. Like I'll write stuff down and then I forget where I put it or I know where it is, but I don't look back at it. And and so I would say for that is, yes, you're not writing them down. But for those of you who are writing them down and, and that's, this is, I'm saying it to myself when I say this is look at them again. Like if you have your dream card and you have them somewhere, you know, Make sure you put it somewhere where you're looking at it. You, mm-hmm. you know, crossing off what you're what you're accomplishing too. But you, you gotta look at it. It can't be stuck in some page in some book somewhere lost because then there's no reminder of it. Mm-hmm. And don't let it. And it, and if you look at it and you're not reaching them, don't let that discourage you from not moving forward. It's just right now you haven't taken the necessary steps to reach them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some of you, you make them, you make them way too big and you don't even know where to start. Right. Like maybe you have written them down and you've looked at them, but they're so big. You're like, I don't even know. I don't know what my first step is. Mm-hmm. And so, so you're defeated before you even start because you're like, wow, like I really want to accomplish that. But crud, crud like, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. How, what, it, what is the thing that I'm supposed to do? Or maybe maybe your challenge is, is that you've, you've made these resolutions before you've thought this is what I'm going to do, but, but you haven't succeeded. And so that tape plays in your head. Yeah. Like, are you really going to do it this year? Well, you haven't, you haven't ever followed through on anything. Mm. You have all of those like negative voices that are just sitting there or you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I, I just, I don't have time to make this work. I, I just, <laughs> Yeah. I'm so busy. Like this would be a great thing, but good grief. When am I going to squeeze one more thing in? And so you operate in this place of, I want this. 
I, I want to make this happen. I want to see this for my life or for my marriage or, or for just, you know, my family or whatever it is. But then I, it doesn't happen. And it's amazing that it, it's really not good for our marriages and our lives if we live in this place of being constantly frustrated. It's really, it's super unhealthy. I've been there. Um, it just makes you grumpy and bitter and cranky and all the negative emotions because you, you're living in this place of disconnect. Those success blockers are really, really strong and they sit in front of you and you're like, wow. Yeah, it reminded me, even as we were preparing the show, it reminded me of the old Charlie Brown cartoon. Mm -hmm. A lot of you may remember this. If not, Google Charlie Brown and football if you've never seen this before. Um, in the Charlie Brown, in the Snoopy cartoon, there would be these scenes repeatedly. I think it was over 40 times, I think we read somewhere, where this scenario played out. Okay. Where Charlie Brown would go, Lucy, the little you know sassy pants friend, Lucy would hold the football and she'd promise that she was going to hold it so that Charlie Brown could kick it. And Charlie Brown would run. And at the very last minute, Lucy would pull the football away. So Charlie Brown constantly was going into this, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. This is going to happen. And Lucy's like, yeah, I'm going to be that part of your life that constantly disappoints you, that constantly lets you down, that constantly keeps you from having, from having success. And, you know, if we're going to be couples, if we're going to be marriages that are extraordinary, we have to do things differently. Mm -hmm. We don't get the luxury, like extraordinary people don't get the luxury of being the same. It, it, it's actually like an oxymoron. You can't be the same and be extraordinary at the same time. You also can't let the past dictate your future because ordinary will constantly be looking over our shoulder. Ordinary people are constantly looking back and saying, okay, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Because I was like that in the past or because that happened to me in the past, then there's no way I can have success. Extraordinary people say, yeah, you know what? That happened. What can I learn from it and where am I going? Mm-hmm. I literally, I just had this conversation. I was at, um, with a group of girlfriends and we were talking about the fact, you know, new decade and everything and, and how a lot of people have been looking back and talking about, you know, what's happened in the past decade. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's really interesting because Tony and I had a few conversations around that, but then we sat down and said, hold on, where are we going? What is this next 10 years going to bring? And, and we looked so far into the future to 2030 and we're like oh my gosh like here we go but it, it was such a different conversation when you get around people that are like yeah well you know what so this happened la you know in the last 10 years and this happened instead of going wait i want to be extraordinary i'm going to look to the future and i'm not sitting there looking over my shoulder because you can't go anywhere if you're looking over your shoulder yeah and i would say that is one of the coolest things that we did mm -hmm. jumping in and we were, we were looking at our personal lives, you know, more so than anything, like what's happening over this next decade. And it was, it was fun to just put those down and go, wow, we have a lot coming up. Mm -hmm. So let's get ready for this ride because those are the markers that we're going after. And finally, if you're going to be extraordinary, you have to take action instead of just making wishes or promises to yourself, mm. right? ordinary people will just continue to, they'll just continue to be like, well, I wish that this would happen or, or I'm going to make this happen. And, and then, then they don't take action, right? Ordinary is not taking action. Extraordinary is saying, okay, you know what? If this is where I'm going, if this is what my resolution is, if this is what I, then I'm going to put the action behind it. But we have to talk about those success blockers so that we, we can identify them and then actually overcome them. It's not enough to just be like, this is what I want to do and here's how I'm going to get there. We have to tackle them. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So as we're looking at them, it was interesting as I, you know, was taking a look at all of the responses from the one family. And just as a side note, if you ever want to participate in any of the questions that we have, we always post those polls up on Instagram. So you can follow us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com or not.com. It's Instagram. Yeah. At one extraordinary There marriage. you go. There you go. But they tended to fall into these like four key areas. And I think when we look at where our challenges are, it's for each one of us, it's going to fall into one or a combination of these. And so we have to be really aware and sensitive in order to be able to combat those things. Mm-hmm. The first one was accountability, right? I shared that earlier in the show. And, and you have to ask yourself, who is my accountability? And if you... There are, there's a very, very small percentage of people. I don't know exactly what it is, but very few people can hold themselves accountable. It can be disciplined enough to just say, this is what I'm going to do and go do it. Most everybody will let themselves off the hook when things get difficult or challenge or life happens, because you know what? We can come up with all the excuses on why we can't do something. We're, we're really good at it. Just listen to yourself talk for a day. You can make yourself a promise and then by noon you can be like, yeah, but you know what? And so you let yourself off the hook. You being your own accountability partner mm-hmm. could be your biggest challenge. The, the second one that you need to look at is- And I just want to say something. So for me, for this year, one of my, one of my big keys to success is going to men's prayer. And I haven't done it. This The past year, I didn't do it at all. I, actually, I got in one day. He got in on the very last, I got in the day, of the last year, you guys. day of the year. 1231 <laughs> was the very last men's prayer. And lo and behold, Tony made it on 1231. Good here's job, a, honey. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I have a buddy who's there every single Tuesday morning. We meet at 530. And I had not making it. And I, and I reached out to him. I said, hey, I need somebody to hold me accountable. And, and I love my buddy, Mike. Because it's seriously three three minutes before it's about to start, and I'm pulling in, and he texts me. He's like three minutes, and I walked. I came rolling in, but it was that accountability mm-hmm. that I needed to get my butt out of bed, you know, at four fifty to get ready to to drive down to church and to get in that building. Mm-hmm. And so I've I've already shared it with him. Is like, hey man, this is my this is one of my goals this year is to be. I'd love to be there at 52 of them likelihood with life and things happening. So I'm going to give myself a little, a little leeway. So, so I'm pushing for like 40. Okay. So you're lucky yours is on Tuesdays because women's on Thursdays and we usually travel for conferences and stuff on Thursdays. So you will actually probably get to more than I do. 
and yet ours starts at 5.30 and yours starts at 7. Which actually so, does help me. You're which, right. Which Yeah, which helps you. Both. You like getting up early because you want to go work out beforehand. If it was a 7 o'clock, sorry, it'd be beautiful. Yeah. But it's not. Well, and you bring up a good point. You, ha- If you're going to be accountable, if you're going to have friends who are accountable, and that that is one place where you may find accountability, it has to be someone that's not going to let you off the hook. Yeah. Right? And, that and that will to, speak truth and that you give permission to speak truth because sometimes our friends are just as bad as we are. They're like, oh, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Like, I know you want to sleep in. I know it's the first one. I know blah, blah, blah. And this is a friend who wouldn't do that to me. No, I mean, he'll, he'll probably <laughs> blow up your phone if you miss, if you haven't let him know ahead of time. Exactly. You also have to look, are you going to ask your spouse to be your accountability? Now I know like we had one couple in the, uh, in the one family in the position of the month club who, you know, he had posted in there. He's like, this is what I want to do in terms of romance for my wife for the year. And he said, I actually need somebody else to be accountable to. Mm-hmm. So that I stay on top of it because she will be, and of course, I mean, she's also in the club, so she saw the message, but she will be disappointed. She will be hurt if I'm trying to be accountable to her and I don't do it. Whereas mm-hmm. that outside pressure, loving pressure of a friend who can come alongside and say, makes hey, it easier. did you do it? Are you still doing it? What's going on? Why'd you, why'd you stop doing it? It's, it's been working so great. Get back on it. Get out of your head. A lot of times an accountability person is somebody can just help you to just get out of your own head and, and go, you know what? This is good for me. Mm-hmm. Just like my buddy. It's like, I got to just get out of my own head and be like, I, I don't want to get up early in the morning. No, g- get in there, man. You know, that's what he's saying. Just get there. Right. You, you'll have the breakthrough once you're there. Well, and sometimes there's so much emotional energy wrapped up with our spouses yeah. that, that it, it's not, I mean, I tell my coaching clients this all the time. I'm your new accountability partner. I think I told Elisa many a times last year, Hey, I'm going to make it to prayer tomorrow morning. And then, you know, I wouldn't make it. And she's not like holding me, holding my feet to the fire. Cause I was just like, Hey, I slept in, I was up late. I, I'd make an excuse or something. And so there is a, a fine line of, Hey, how much does she want to stick by her guns and us having some sort of argument or, mm-hmm. or, or just letting it go. And, and we've, we've walked that path both ways, sometimes holding our gun and, and, and having to go, all right, are you really going to do this? Like, do you really want me to hold you accountable to this? Because I don't really find this fun when I got to be like the bad person in the relationship right. or because I'm thinking about like, well, crap, man, I gotta, I gotta initiate tonight. And now you're mad at me. And, and so really considering your, your, your spouse, is that the right fit? Mm-hmm. You know, and lastly, obviously grab a coach, you know, if that's what you need, go grab, grab a coach in, in what area you need and let them be that person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And don't become like, and, and, and make sure that, you know, let them know like, Hey, I don't need you as a friend. I need you to, to hold me accountable to doing what I got to get done. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't need another friend here. I got plenty of friends. I need somebody to just say, hey, why aren't you here? And is willing to 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 give me that hard little kick in the pants when needed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, as you move past the accountability, another key area for the one family is, you know, where do I start? Mm-hmm. And, and I will tell you, the first place to start is to write down whatever your resolution is. Study after study after study talks about the fact that those people that write them down have a higher percentage of completion of attaining them. And it's all because there's this actual, you know, mental and physical connection 
When you write it down, you see it, you engage with it. You know, like Tony said, you know, the other part of that is to put it where you can see it. All right. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But it's saying, what do, what do I want to do? Get it out of your head. Your head will come up with, you know, 25 different iterations where you can just say, you know, this is what I'm going to accomplish this year. And when you start to see it on paper, then you actually in that whole, like, where do I start? You get to say, okay, what are the baby steps Mm. to actually achieving this? Right. You know, me doing a thousand miles, you guys, when I would think of a thousand miles, I'm like, that's a joke. Like, that's great that there are people that do this. But I actually, you know, got out my handy little phone and I'm like, what is a thousand miles divided by 365 days? And, and, and then I say, okay, you know what? I can do three. I think it was just under three miles a day. I can do three miles a day. I can do that. And so I'd go out and do it. And I just kept stacking those days. I'm like, you know what? The first month I'm going out every day. I went out every day until I think like end of July. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I need a little break, but it's getting into that place of how do you take it from the big part and bring it down into those manageable steps so that you can actually get going. The next thing you need to look at is you got to get breakthrough the mindset on what your past has been, right? And if you're in this place where the motivation feels like it's lacking, or you feel like you're just repeating, you know, you can't do this, then your reasons why this is important, why this resolution this year is important, your reasons aren't strong enough. Can I say something here? I really love the book Miracle Morning for this. Mm -hmm. I really think that is a fantastic book to help you get yourself set up every day. Um, I'll put a link to it in the the episode notes here, but it's called um, Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. We did this last year with our with the Position of the Month Club Summit partners for the month of January. We're doing it this month as well. It, and I love it because it's sort of that kick in the pants first thing in the morning. And you're doing a lot of this mindset stuff mm-hmm. in that hour or half hour, whatever you choose to do in the morning. So it's really keeping you focused. You're really doing a lot of that writing right there every day, keeping it going. So uh, I would suggest that book. And two questions around your whys. One is what will your life be like when you have success in this area? Whatever you've chosen, what will you, what will it feel like? What will it taste like? How will you show up every day? And what will be the impact on your marriage when you have success in this area? So often we, we just kind of think, well, it'll be great. No, like what will, what will it feel like? Like get emotionally attached Mm -hmm. to what you want to accomplish and you're going to have such a higher success rate. And then finally, you need to, you know, address the fact that it's so easy for us to say, well, I just don't have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, Tony's giggling over here. He's like, oh yeah. Um, th- this Join may, the club. Th- I was just gonna say, this may come as a newsflash to you, but everyone is busy. Everyone has stuff on their schedule. But I will tell you that you make time for what's important to you. And how do I know this? Most people have time to check their phone multiple times throughout the day. And if you have an iPhone, it'll actually tell you how much you're on it each day. Yeah. And that can be, you you may need to check that. Mm -hmm. It it can be a bit shocking. Um, But if that's you, when you're at home with your spouse, use that time to check in with your spouse, to touch them, to hug them, to kiss them, to do what you want to do. You can make the time to do your stuff. You just got to look and see where your time is. If you have time to binge on Netflix, use that time to accomplish your goal, right? If your goal is to work out 30 minutes a day, but you find that you tend to spend, you know, 60 minutes on Netflix, I'm just going to tell you, you got 30 minutes, 
What if you got on the bike and you were riding the bike and you were watching Netflix all the same? You could like two in one. Mm, it's about priorities. Mm-hmm. And I think we, t- we, come, we come up against this a lot when, we, when we're talking to couples. What's your priority right now? Like, what is it? Is it, is it your spouse? And if you, if you can say that it's not, I think the electronics is a huge one. Um, Elisa and I continue to, to discuss that even in our own marriage and, and how much time we are spending on it and when we're spending time on it because it takes away that priority and it makes us, you know, feel like we're not having the success mm-hmm. that we desire in our marriage. The reality is, is that you have to identify what your success blockers are. You can't jump from, from here's my resolution to here's my game plan. If we don't stop in this middle place and say, what has kept me from having success in the past? And when you do that, it's going to be so much easier to go, okay, I know where I get tripped up. So let me build as part of my game plan. Let me actually overcome my blocks so that I can have success. Don't, don't skip this step this week. Don't jump over this and say, well, I don't have any blocks. If you haven't had success in the past, you got blocks. Mm-hmm. What are they so that you can set yourself up for success? Yeah, it, it, it's awesome. And, and you got to understand as, as we look at this series right now, we really want you to take those resolutions and see them come to fruition. Mm-hmm. This isn't just like, hey, let's just talk about it and nothing happens. No, we really want to have you guys look at what, what is keeping you. Like, what are those success blockers that are keeping you from really experiencing the extraordinary marriage that you desire? Like, get there, get real about it, get honest about it. Because when you do, that's when breakthrough begins to happen. And and believe me, you, it, it can ebb and flow in life. This isn't just a one and done thing. It, you know, you may have to come back to this to go, wow, what what's blocking our success again right now? It's only been a month, but what is it? You know? And, and, and get into it. So we are really declaring here as we press in that you guys are going to begin. You guys are going to be dreaming again. It, it, this is all about dream, dream again. Hashtag dream again. Go out there, dream big. But first, you got to make sure that you know what's stopping you, so that way you can dream again. Make sure you join us next week as we continue this series with your game plan. We're going to go into it. Like, what do you need to do? What is your game plan going to be so you can have success with those resolutions, with those goals that you have for your marriage, for your life, for your family, wherever it may be. We love you guys. We're truly honored and blessed to have you part of the one family and to be a part of your lives each and every week. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.